皆さん、こんにちは。Welcome to Jarvis in Japan podcast, where a nomad worker called Jarvis travels Japan and gives you my stories. And today, I'm in Ehime, Uajima city. A very nice port town in Ehime prefecture with a nice castle and a famous cow demon,、mm. Ushioni. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little about this place because it's quite interesting in Japanese history. Because it's Date lived here. Yes, Date. Not Date Misanami. But another Date family lived here. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, the castle, and a little bit about Japanese history. So enjoy. But before we start, I've got to say I made a mistake last episode. So we're going to correct that mistake. That was in the last episode, like the last two episodes. I got the name of Yatahama. Yes, Yawatahamashi, Yawatahama City. I called it Hachiman Hamashi. Because <laughs>、uh, the kanji is exactly the same, but it's got a different pronunciation. I didn't realize that. So I'm going to correct that now. And say sorry if anyone listened to this and got it wrong. So let's start today's episode. Enjoy. So today I'm in Uajima City, what's in Ehime Prefecture. And on the eastern coastline, it's the last stop on the JR line. What if you take the rapid train for Matsuyama Station? We'll take about two hours. And the train's quite special, because it's Anpan Man. If you don't know what Anpan Man is or what Anpan is, Anpan is small Japanese bread. So, they've got bread inside, they have bean paste, and it tastes really good. And there's a kid's like superhero, Ampan Man, who's basically a big roll of bread with legs and body. And he goes around punching people. Ampunch! So, yeah, and there's a train belt, which is now dedicated to Ampan Man. So, that's a little bit about Japan. So, back to Uwajima City. So, arriving at the station, one thing you notice just when you start walking around is there's a castle right in the middle. Overlooks the entire city, much like Hikokune City in Shiga Prefecture. And this is Uwajima Castle, one of the 12 remaining sort of tower castles in Japan, the Tenshu. And what's cool about this one, it was one of the few castles what, when Japan ended the Edo period in a state of peace after lots of war, it got stayed all on. A lot of castles got destroyed then. They're like, no, we can't have so many castles. Give these warlords. They can't have castles anymore because they might do war. That's bad. They need to be peaceful. Let's get rid of their castles. But Uwajima Castle survived and kind of got rebuilt several times. Though it got destroyed in the war, World War II, it got rebuilt quickly after and still stands today. I'm just taking a walk to this castle. You can already understand that it's literally on top of a hill, like a small southern hill. I'm not sure if it's an artificial hill or not, but it's a quite steep walk up. So when you get to the castle, it's about 20 minutes walk from the station. There's a lot of steps, and they're like the old style steps from Japanese castles. So there's a lot of history going up there. Like, are you walking on the same steps the lords, the daimyo, would have walked up on? What's、well, quite cool. And getting at the top, You realize like, why you'd want to build a castle on this top of this hill. The view around is extremely commanding. You can see the, the bay, the mountains, anyone coming in and out. And well, it's also got some sakura trees on the top. So if you come early maple and the end of May, you may get a chance for a hanabi. Ooh. 
The castle itself is well, quite small. It's only a small one tower top, a three-story castle. But it's very cheap to get in. Only 200 yen to get inside the main castle. Well, very nice and reasonable. And inside, there's lots of samurai armor about the history of the castle, about famous people from the area. And well, the views are amazing and worth those 200 yen, right? What's that? Coffee? You can have a coffee or you can have great views of the surroundings, like memories, right? That's money. And one thing interesting I noticed when I was in the castle is the diamond of this castle with Date. The Date family. If you don't know anything about Date, in Japanese history, Date Masamune is an extremely famous Japanese warlord from the Warring States period. He's the guy with like an eye patch, like fought with two swords. And he became the Lord of Sendai, what's well, northern Japan. So it's a bit odd. Why is there Date here? Like he's in Sendai, right? Because actually not Date Masanami. The Date, the Date Hidamori. So Hidamori is actually the legitimate son of Date Masamune. But he grew up to be a quite good warrior. And when Hideyoshi died, and we had a series of wars following that period, Sekigahara battles in Osaka. Hidamori money on the side of Tokawa Ieyasu and for that he got awarded land and the land he got awarded was Uwajima so he became the lord the triumphant lord you fight in battle obtain victory and you get given a castle so he arrives in this place like I'm the lord here like a place he's probably never been born before and now he's the lord yes ah peace comes to Japan and Date Mune, Date Hidamune was quite a good daimyo in a way. He rebuilt the castle, made this area prosperous, and he set a legacy what would go down in Japanese history. Because quite a lot of the people, when Japan got out of the Edo period, when it's isolation and became more westernized in the Meiji period, the sort of revolution would happen, the Bakamatsu. Quite a lot of the key characters came from this area. And with some of the Western leaders, some of the Western traders coming to here, they realized the daimyo of here is probably one of the smartest ones around, because they really valued Western culture and technology. And they were the place to have the first steamboats created in Japan. What kind of scared Admiral Perry when he came back to Japan and realized, oh crap, they've already got steamboats in like a few years? They've only just seen mine for a year? What, what, what? Scary. The samurai was smart. To learn a bit more about the samurai spots, check out some of my previous episodes I did on samurai education. So that means there's a lot of history here, and inside the castle grounds, there's also a little museum, museum dedicated to the well, individual, great individuals who came from this place. So if you understand Japanese, it's a nice little walk around to see quite a lot of people from Japanese history you may know, or originate from this place, or have some connection to. Uwajima, what's pretty cool. Another thing I noticed Uwajima when walking around is Ushi Oni. So Ushi Oni is cow demon. There's a cow demon who lives in Uwajima. And you see this in like walking around the market area, market street, there's lots of these cows ornaments around the city. Just everywhere, like illustrations everywhere. This is the very famous spiritual animal of this town. And once a year, in July, 
the 22nd and the 24th, they have a festival to this Ushioni, where they actually make giant cow demons, and they ride around the city, and it's a pretty fun festival to attend to, so if you do come to Utaga to Uwajima around this time, I would recommend you try and come for this festival. It looks pretty fun, and I'm aim to come back here for this festival. And now any trip to a seaside town in Japan is not complete without food. And one of the famous cuisines here is Taimeshi. What's well, kind of a special type of sashimi. So Thai is a big red fish here in Japan, and it's not been had in sashimi. But Taimashi is quite different in the way, before you eat it raw, you soak it in soy sauce and egg. And then you pour that on top of rice, and you eat it like a kaisen don. What's sashimi on top of rice? So it's a quite different way of having sashimi, and it's supposedly, well, better way of eating it. Because there's some issues with eating raw fish all the time, could not be that good for your stomach, but if you put it in soy sauce for a while, soak it for a few minutes, it's supposed to get rid of the bad properties, and it's a good thing to eat. And like Hime Prefecture, any place you go in here, you got to try the local oranges, because oranges in Hime are really good. So if you travel around Hime, could pick up some oranges. So that's been my talk today about Uwajima. It's a nice little town, and if you visit Ahime and do traveling the JR line on this, I think it's a good little stop off. And you can take some boats to the islands around this area, there's a lot of small islands you can visit as well. So if you're planning a trip to Ahime, I reckon you men do come here. So that's going to end my talk today about Uwajima. And before we end today's episode, we're going to end always, I say, is I'm doing a, a funding campaign with my friend Melena to raise funds funds for girls education in rural Nepal. If you're interested in that and would like to donate, please look at the links down below. Any donation would be much appreciated. And before we finish, if you like this podcast, like my contacts, please subscribe and leave a comment anywhere you find it, especially if you're on iTunes. If you leave a comment there and show me your proof, if we meet, I will make you matcha tea. That is a promise. <laughs> so, Mina-san, saigamari kittikuru da, hontori arigatsumashita. Jiyane.